Thanks for tuning in to Good Friends, Better Rivals on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, the NHL, English Premier League, Pro Tennis Tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What is good? What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Ferris Muthana, and welcome to another episode of Good Friends, Better Rivals. Today's a very special one, right? Because most of the episode, right, we are doing our early, early NFC East positional rankings. We're going to take all four teams in the NFC East, and we're going to rank the offensive side of the ball, of all the rankings, who has the best quarterback. That may be a heated debate. Who has the best running back? Some of us may, don't have one. So, uh, who's who has the best receiving core? Uh, the receiving core. We're gonna do the tree, the first, the top three, the top three. Because nowadays, um, a lot of people do uh, threes instead of uh, the basic one and two in a tight end. Same thing with tight ends. We've realized we were going back. Should we do just one main tight end? But then some other teams use two tight ends. Uh, so let's do a duo. No, no, let's do the no, let's do the main because let's do the main camp. We're gonna do the main tight end. Uh so there's that. But that we don't have a main. Well, you gotta you 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 don't pick one then, mother mother lover. Okay, you pick one. You know, everyone else has a main except y'all. That's your fault. Okay, that's your coaching staff's fault. So pick one and pick one to argue. But our main equals one though. I mean, I mean, our two equal one. Which whatever one is on the field the more the most okay all right so find find it out I you you pick one and then um and then the offensive line is gonna be the unit it's gonna be the unit right because let's be real you know the offensive line is the only literal team game in the NFL because you you mean you you don't have to have Hall of Famers on the offensive line you just need good players who know the scheme and fit one micro uh, organism. You know, because I remember those New York Giants teams. Our offensive line was David Deal, uh, Chris Sneed, Sean O'Hara, Rich Seibort, either Kevin Booth or Kareem McKenzie, one of them. They're, 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 they weren't, you know, you know, flashy names. They weren't Hall of Fame names, but they got the job done. They got the job done. So the unit, we're going to do best units as well. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about championships. And possibly our Las Vegas, our Houston Gamblers did something great this weekend. Yeah. Shout out to Houston. Uh, but yes, the XFL Championship was this week. We had an upset. But before that, I just realized something. Everyone, make sure to like and subscribe to this video. Subscribe to this channel. We're almost to 100. Like this video. Uh, it helps the algorithm. It bumps us up as well as uh, just general support. I don't ask for nothing. I ask for this. Subscribe and like. That's it. And if you want to be a, a little bit more supportive in your, in, in a little bit more, you know, you know, in, in with us, integrated with your support, my main man, Justin, 
has something to tell you if you want to add an extra layer of support. Justin, what is it? Hey guys, it's Justin, aka Hambone. Just here to let you know a couple of things that we have going on with the channel. One, we have a Patreon. If you can and want to support us, you can do that. As little as a dollar, you can join the Discord. We also have a merch store where you can get some cool shirts, mugs, and stuff with all of our different shows and labels on there. And thank you for all of our supporters that have already been there with us. All right. Thank you, Justin. But now, I digress. Let's get right into it. The XFL Championship was this weekend. The DC Defenders, the Houston Renegades, and Caleb. Guess what happened? It was an upset. The Arlington Renegades pulled it off and beat the DC Defenders. Mm-hmm. Caleb, was it just Luis Perez finally fully being fully integrated in the team and Arlington finally getting a quarterback this season? Did that put them over the top? Or is it something else? Break it down mm-hmm. to me, Caleb. Honestly, what it was, I mean, that the trade that they made late in the season to get Luis Perez basically changed their whole entire offense. Uh, like I was saying, their offense wasn't good. It was the, probably the worst in the XFL. It was terrible. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't run. They couldn't pass. Their, their offense was terrible. That's why they were a losing team. They get into the playoffs as a 4-6 and six team. Um, but they had a quarterback. They had a quarterback, uh, Luis Perez. Uh, to go forward in the playoffs, and he showed out. He showed out in the in the previous game, the playoff game, and in the championship as well. He was so perfect in the first half of this game. Like, he was just on it. Like, he would make no mistakes in all his receivers, and their offense was just going along, driving down the field, and on every possession they were scoring. Um, he was great. He played great and um, controlled the whole game, uh, threw three touchdowns. I mean, he was, uh, he was, he was really good. Um, and their, their offense um, was totally changed by that. That's why uh, it's, it shouldn't have been seen as a huge upset considering um, how they played them last time. Um, it was a close game. And then going into this one, uh, seeing how their uh, uh, offense was was finally starting to get going. Uh, I think the difference was uh, their defense really uh, played really well in that first half. I mean, I think that was the big difference maker um, going from last game where they lost it to this game. I think just the Renegades defense itself really stepped up in that first half and caused a ton of turnovers for Jordan Tamu. I mean, they were picking them off like Green crazy. Um, and I, I think that's what the difference was the game, that the Renegades defense uh, really showed up in this game and, and uh, played really well. Yeah, man, because I remember, Caleb, when they, when they traded for Luis Perez early on in the season – uh, I think he only had like a week with the team and they faced DC right away. And DC only beat them by like what three, four, I think three or four yeah, points. It went down overtime, and yeah, it went to overtime. Points. And but DC still won, but it was close. You're talking about a quarterback who was there for like a week and he almost beat you. All right, so you give him more preparation for you this time around and more integration within the system. This is what you get, right? And Luis Perez, man, you know, you everyone knows the name because. Anytime one of these secondary leagues pops up, he's there. He's there. He yeah. was a part of the first iteration of the XFL. He was an LA Wildcat, I believe. Um, him and Josh Johnson. Um, I also have his career history right here. So here it is. Um, he went to Southwest College, and then he went to Texas A&M Commerce in 2015-17, right? He was on draft in 2018. Um, practice squad for the Rams. He was a part of the Birmingham Iron practice squad for the Eagles, practice squad for the Lions in 2019. Then here it is, the XFL. 
the Los, Los Angeles Wildcats. That league gets put on pause. Uh, but then he gets traded to the New York Guardians because they needed a quarterback in the 2020 season because they were, it was, I think it was Matt McGloin. And apparently, like Matt McGloin, you know how like you had like you were like all mic'd up, right? And yeah. McGloin called his head coach an idiot. He was like, like this idiot. He's like, this idiot doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> or something like that. Like Mike McGloin said something that uh he shouldn't have, like well, it, it wasn't it wasn't like like heinous, right? It wasn't like heinous. But it was like your your head coach isn't liking you right now because you called him a call him a dum dum on national TV. It was pretty hilarious. So he became a New York Guardian, and then the pandemic hit. That league was put on pause, and then he and then he comes back. And he become he's a New Jersey General. He was a part of the USFL. He was a New Jersey General, and then he went to the Rams in 2022 as a practice squad player. And then he then in the XFL he came back. He was a Vegas Viper, and now he's an Arlington Renegade. He's he he's a journeyman. He's 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 journeyman of yeah. of the, the yeah. lesser leagues. <laughs> yeah, the other leagues. <laughs> Basically, he's 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 a nomad. He's a football nomad. He just plays wherever there is football. Right, that's what he is. He where it is. He's a champion. He's an MVP. He was a he was a USFL passing leader actually, pass passing rating leader last year. He's also he was also the completions percentage leader. Um, he was a, he's also a Division two national champion by the way. Um, but yeah, man, he was the difference in here. He was the difference. I think they were expecting a shootout. They were expecting that because the Arlington defense is has been iffy all year. It's been iffy all year. It's it was it wasn't. But they, you know, but them, what they do do is get turnovers. They have yeah. done that all year. Yeah, Very, and getting the three interceptions on Jordan Tamu really helped. Jordan Tamu, and they kind of limited Abram Smith. Because I believe everyone's from his stat line. Well, was, uh, that that's the thing. He did have a good game. Like he had a big fifty-two yard uh, touchdown mm-hmm. run. Um, but then the turn, the but the but they were too behind and they had to throw it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they yeah. couldn't they couldn't uh, really yeah. use them because they were so behind the whole game. Yeah, because and, of the turnovers. Yeah, the three turnovers. That's true. Good point. That's a, that's a phenomenal point. Uh, but yeah, man, it was a it was a great season all around. Really, um, the yeah. biggest the biggest takeaway from the XFL. You need a quarterback. Quarterback is key. Um, like we said, the teams that are that were pretty good, ben, uh, the Seattle, they had Ben DiNucci. Um, Battlehawks, they had A.J. McCarron. Arlington, after they got Luis Perez. The only team who... Jordan Tamu had some good games. People be like, you know, they, I know D.C. was a, was a run-heavy team, but there were some games where Tamu showed up and he had phenomenal yeah. games. Um, but yeah, like, look at the teams that were not very good this year. Orlando, who was their quarterback? What the heck were they doing? Um, they couldn't figure it out. They couldn't figure it out. And definitely the worst quarterbacks was the Brahmas. They had the worst quarterback. They were yeah. awful. What was Vegas doing? Like, who was their well, quarterback? Well, they had Luis Perez, but yeah, they had, they I, had think, Perez. I, I think a lot of that had to do with the coaching because we were making way too many mistakes. So Rod Woodson was the problem? I mean, yeah, I kind of like he, we were so undisciplined. I mean, we were probably the most penalized team, the, just the, the team that gave up the most leads. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, you gotta you gotta put it on the coach uh, on yeah. those type of mistakes. Yeah. So um um so the Rock announced. Oh my God, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> the Rock announced they'll be having their draft in uh, July for yeah. um un, un, people, kids who weren't drafted in the NFL. Um, um, off-season, uh, you know, free agents. Uh, so that 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 draft was coming up yeah, in July. Uh, 
and and you see you see what this league has produced. I mean, these two guys these guys are signing to NFL teams. I mean, we saw Ben DiNucci get signed the with the uh, Denver, signed with the Denver Broncos. I mean, there was a whole list of guys that got um got signed by NFL teams. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. I mean, the NFL free agency and the NFL draft is not where these teams stop uh, adding players. Like mm-hmm. they can get players from both the XFL and the USFL mm-hmm. now. Now that they see what they can do and yeah. um, when they have, you know, so, so, uh, some experience mm-hmm. uh, and they're signing these guys. I mean, there's talent in these leagues. Um, and so it's just the, the talent acquisition uh, for the NFL teams. It doesn't stop at the NFL mm-hmm. draft. There's, you know, t- you know, you can get sign these guys whenever. So, yeah, man, because now there's like now there's three feeder systems. If you think about it, like you think about it, right. You have college, the main feeder system, right. Still, still. But then you have the USFL and the XFL are feeder systems, if you think about it. So the NFL has kind of three unofficial feeder systems. And I think The Rock's main plan is to become a feeder system. I feel like that's the thing he wants to do. I'm just speculating, just speculating here. Um, I don't know for a fact. Um, but yeah, uh, that's what I think. I think that's. I, think I that's mean, I point. just like to get to the point where, you know, they, 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 uh, these two leagues, you know, kind of start mm-hmm. as like the NFL, AFL, and then they finally play a Super Bowl. Do you mean the XFL you know, and the USFL? Um, yeah. I think someone, I think one of the USFL members said that. I think someone did say that. Speaking of the USFL, we're going to scratch up before we go into the USFL. Caleb, was this a successful season? Do you think? I think it was. I mean, yeah. uh, you, I mean, it was a team that came out of nowhere and took the championship. That's always exciting to see. Um, you know, you had the one team uh, uh, that was great all year uh, mm-hmm. that everybody tried to beat. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, a lot of the rules were very exciting. Um, that uh, the changes, overtime changes, the kickoffs, and um, all, all that was, I think, was really good. Um, we gotta check the uh, viewership. Uh, I haven't seen the viewership yet of the total total yeah. average of the season. Att- att- attendance didn't look good. Attendance didn't it wasn't, look good. It didn't start very well. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Because um, um, Vegas was playing at a high school field, baseball field, I think. Baseball field, yeah, Cashman field, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a soccer field now. Yeah, it was a soccer uh, field now. Yeah, uh, but I think overall, just the fact that they had their home stadiums, unlike the USFL, I think uh, have seen uh, the big crowds in like St. Louis and DC, sixty-eight thousand people, man. Um, I th- I think that very, uh, I think that made a difference, and maybe they get views on TV, but they sure get selling tickets in the stadiums. Mm-hmm. So that's true. That's true. I think that does help a lot out there. Person, I, I think I think that's what uh, that's what uh, I think that's what uh, an owner wants, though, right? He wants a sold out house. If you had to choose one, big ratings, nobody nobody's in the stadium buying anything, or well, that's sold the out- USF. That's the USF. USF. Why can't it's USFL model is they get they're, they're betting on the ratings because they don't really have crowds. Okay. So they want ratings, but 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 here, no, but he's thinking about the, the the USFL though. They're owned by Fox. Yeah, that's like what Fox I'm saying. That's them. why. Yeah, that's why they're they're betting on that the, the Fox viewership yeah. is going to pay them because they don't yeah. really have many fans in the stands. Yeah, yeah, um, but no, but that's the thing. Well, except in Birmingham, you know, yeah. Birmingham showed up. But no, best thing with the U, um, U, um, the XFL, DC and the DC fans. I think the DC fans are kind of disenchanted because of the only other football team. They have are the commanders, and here's the here's the here's the one thing I you know credit DC uh, commanders fans. They hate they hated 
Like, no, yeah, no, no. You know what? I don't. Like, you know, no, I think they did. They, they definitely hated it. I, no, I've yeah, seen they a despised lot of Dan Snyder. And, you know, some of them, there are, I know a bunch of people who were former Commanders fans who became Ravens fans because they're like, nah, I can't do this. I'm done. I can't do this. So I'm going to pick the other local team right here, you know? And it's like, well, you know, Baltimore, you know, D.C., Baltimore, they're close by, they're different, but they're close by. So they became Ravens fans because of Lamar Jackson or, you know, Ray Lewis or, you know, because Dan Snyder, like, ruined. People forget, man, the Washington football team, you know, formerly of the Redskins, now the Commanders, they were a proud franchise. They were a Super Bowl winning franchise. They, the NFC East, you know, people make fun of the NFC East now, like, oh, NFC East, they suck, they suck. We ran football for a for a minute, yeah. Caleb. Like we ran football Probably for a minute. Dan Snyder took over. Yeah, basically. like yeah, we ran football. Like you know, this this is some. Basically I'm not saying from oh two, to two thousand that because that's when the Cowboys went down, Washington yeah. went down, and then it was basically Eagles and Giants. And yeah, for like so we had to, yeah, but like like um, this isn't some like like a oh, New York Giant Cowboy Homer thing. Like that's just no, I admit like, it. Like we were down. Ooh, the Cowboys. Yeah, no, no. Like, when when two thousand hit, yeah. it yeah. all went it was, downhill because down you know. Yeah. You know the, the brands, the the powerful brands of the Cowboys and the Commanders or Washington, they went down. They were kind of sullied for a minute. You guys came back, they didn't. Yeah, yeah. you know I what I mean. You know, like but like that's the thing. Like you know, you know, in the nineties, in the nineties, Caleb, in the nineties, yeah, early nineties was like we had a Super Bowl. NFC they had a Super, Super Bowl. You guys yeah. had three Super Bowls. Yeah. So half of the nineties, the Eagles NFC were always East, making the playoffs with Cunningham yeah. and um, yeah, Rick White and all that. Yeah, but yeah, they, they, but they, yeah, the Eagles had had superstars, Randall, uh, Jerome Brown, yeah, Reggie White. You know what I mean? You know, oh, Reggie White, oh, I love that man, but I hate that man. You know what I mean? You know what? You know what thing about love about Reggie White, Caleb? People remember him as a as a Packer, uh, which really kind of pisses off Eagles fans. People just people talk about like him running running with the Super Bowl as it, but he's wearing the Packers jersey. It's hilarious because yeah. Eagles fans are like, they're just mad. It's fun. But you know, real real football fans know he's an Eagle. Like real football fans know he's an Eagle, like which it hurts me a little bit. You know. Because, yeah. Because he's so great, dude. He's so Ready great. He's Tough. so great. Um, so yeah, someone there's actually um a Twitter post, Caleb, that said, name, name up a, a player from opposing Name a player current or past from your division rivals that you loved, that you secretly loved, or you openly loved them and you didn't care. You know what I mean? I had a couple people. I had a couple people. That's tough. Yeah, it's tough, right? But it no, but it's it's tough, but it's true because you don't want to admit you actually love their like you know what I mean? You don't want to you want to admit it, but you have people. Like you Caleb, like you have an Eagles player in your mind, you're like, Yeah, I really like the way he played. I don't know if I have an Eagles player. Uh, you do. He did trust me. We all do. When when you when I when I I had an Eagles player in my mind. I'm like, damn, I hate him so much, but I love him so much. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah. But speaking of the XF USFL, we last week we previewed. I said we're gonna be talking about it again. Unfortunately, I couldn't watch the game because my TV cut out. But Caleb, yeah. the Houston Gamblers came, yeah. rolled up to the defending champion Birmingham Stallions, and they beat them. Mark yeah. Thompson again had a great game. Yeah, that running back, that, that's uh, the key right there. Like, and Mark the last we trust. Few weeks, he has just been exactly. Yeah. He's been and trucking trust. everybody. Um, they can't stop this dude. This dude is great. I've been doing great for for the gamblers and uh, Michigan just got hit in the mouth. Um, I mean, not Michigan. Uh, Birmingham got hit in the mouth. Um, 
they they're just not playing as well as they looked uh last year um their quarterback situation is a little bit different um so that they have some problems there he's he's not playing very well um overall uh and yeah the the and then the gamblers did have some quarterback issues uh, to start with, but uh, now it seems like uh, he's starting to get going. It helps when you have a great run game um, that we have. And yeah, we, we, we went in there and we got the upset. Uh, now we're, we have the same record as, as Birmingham Stallions and um, we're looking good there. Yeah. Our quarterback is Terry Wilson. The third uh, Terry used to be a, uh, so Terry used to be a um, the starting quarterback for the University of Kentucky. Uh, he was uh, he was Mark Stoops' guy for many years. Uh, not many years, like, like three years. But then he transferred to UNLV, actually, Caleb. He went to UNLV to prove to people that he can pass the ball. Because yeah. at Kentucky, he was used more of a running quarterback. He he went, he went to show that he can pass. He's a professional passer. So also, they also had um, Montel Cozart. Montel Cozart... I believe is from the University of Kansas, um, but I, I know Terry's. You know, so I know I know Terry. So, t- but but here's the thing about the two quarterbacks, though. They're not the engine of this offense. It's very clear who the engine of this offense is. They run the ball. They yeah. run the ball. They dictate the game by running the ball. Mark Thompson, sixteen uh, sixteen carries, seventy eight yards, four point nine a carry, three touchdowns. But here's the thing too. Terry Wilson also a good runner. He's using athleticism more. It's okay to be in. A, it's okay to be athletic. It's fine to show it off, but you know. But I, but I know what he tries to do when he throws the ball. I you know the connotation of like, oh, he you know he's not a quarterback. He he's a running back playing quarterback. You know, also mm-hmm. to like the racial connotations of it. You know, it's not it's not cool. Um, but use your athleticism too, Terry. Open up the game. Throw the ball as well. But Mark Thompson is the key, and Mark we trust. We're riding. We're 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 with Mark to the end. Also to Caleb. The, the score breakdown. They're leading at halftime, 10-7. And then yeah. going into the fourth quarter, they're up 13-7. And in that fourth quarter, 20 points. We scored 20 points, and we win the game like that. So the fourth quarter was key. We fought back. We didn't give up. That's 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 the one thing I liked about Um, yeah, That's the one thing I liked about it. Yeah, the, the other big upset um, uh, uh, was a huge upset uh, was the Mountain Steamboats. Who haven't really been uh, very good. Uh, showboats, Steamboats. Showboats. Um, uh, yeah, they haven't been very good this season, but their defense came out to play uh, uh, um, last weekend against New Orleans Breakers, who were undefeated mm-hmm. and finally took a loss. Um, it was 17 10, low, very low scoring. Uh, not a lot happening, but it, w- it was, like I said, it was a uh, Memphis defense that showed out. Um, Bethel Thompson really wasn't able. Uh, was kind of, was pretty inaccurate um, throughout the game, and I think that, that that's what and um, only scoring ten points. Um, they couldn't really run the ball. They were getting stuffed on every single time they tried to run. Um, so it wasn't good. It wasn't good for their offense, and um, the Breakers just got uh, upset there, and uh, was a uh, probably one of the biggest surprises uh, in the in the season so far. All right, shout out to Chad Kelly actually. Chad Cole Kelly, my bad. Yes, my Cole bad. Sorry, yeah, Cole Kelly. That was Chad Kelly. My bad. I saw the C yeah, Kelly. Yeah. I thought of Chad right away. Uh, my bad. I think no, I think Chad is playing the USF. Uh, is playing the uh, CFL. Tried to. Let me see. Is this who I think it is? Is this who I think it is? Kurth White. Yeah, I do. I knew it. Yeah, I know. I recognize that guy. So yeah, 
Uh, currently, as we're recording, the showboats are playing the Pittsburgh Maulers currently. So there's that as well. So the game is currently going on. Uh, but yeah, Caleb, how do you how are you liking this the USFL season? Before we transition over to the uh, yeah, I've been the, I've been I, I got uh, now that XFL done, I can really get into it as as much as I uh, I haven't got as much as I was with the XFL um, mm-hmm. just because I was focusing on that. But and now that XFL is over, I can get more into it. And um, you know, as as far as it goes, y'all, uh, I, I like that. Or, you know, the gamblers are better than they a lot better than they were last year. So mm-hmm, yeah, uh, very excited about that. Um, that they're actually winning games. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's going as smoothly as it was last year, as, as far as I can tell. Yeah, so um, the North, they're all two and three. All of them. The South. Breakers are four and one. Birmingham and Houston are three and two. And Memphis is th- two and three. So one division you look at the record and you think they're all they're all the same, but it depends on who they face and when they face them. So a team may may separate themselves in the coming weeks. Uh, and in the north, it's New Orleans, New Orleans, man, that's the team. No, and you know the, the showboats beat them, and yeah. when you you have them, you have a blueprint to to victory against them. You know this 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 football man, this be real football. Coaches, smart coaches. Smart coaches, thieves. They're thieves. They're thieves, and they take and they steal from they steal from other coaches. You know that's how you. How do you think people found out about Sean McVay's offense? They watched that Super Bowl against Bill Belichick, and they stole from Bill Belichick. Good coaches steal. Yeah. Good coaches steal something. Great coaches steal everything, and and um make it into their own using their own players. This is a copycat league. People say it all the time. It's a copycat league. Same thing in the NFL, same thing in the USFL, same thing in the XFL. You copy what's winning. That's what you do. That's what you do. Um, remember when Miami had the Wildcat with Ronnie Brown? It was yeah. great for one year. It was great for one year. And then the following year, shout out to you, Ronnie Brown. Ronnie Brown was a good running back, though. He was a good running back. But now, but now I digress, guys. Now let's get into um, the meat and potatoes of the show. Yeah. Me and potatoes show. So we're gonna be ranking. You know, we're, it's, we're you know it's, it's it's May. Yeah. We don't have a lot of talk. We don't have a lot to talk about right now. Um, we talked about the rookies earlier during the rookie draft show. During the rookie draft show, um, rookie rookie vo- voluntary mini camps is uh, vo- mini camps is on. Um, those are usually um for you know the rookie mini camp happened. Now it's uh. Tryout players, undrafted rookies, new veterans—they um, show up. You know, I, I personally think you know voluntary workouts are for for two people, rookies and uh, new veterans who don't know the system. That's it. That's you know, if you're if you're Dexter Lawrence, if you're Andrew Thomas, if you're Evan Neal, I guess even Evan Neal, I guess you don't need to show up. And I don't fault you for not showing up. I don't. I don't make it a big deal. I don't. I don't make it a story. You know, when Dexter Lawrence didn't show up to voluntary mini camps, I wasn't saying like, "Oh my God, Dexter, no, show up, no, Dexter, no, oh my God." Like, voluntary is in the name. I don't. I'm pretty sure Dexter Lawrence doesn't need to be at voluntary mini camp. It's voluntary, and he doesn't need it. 
Because you know yeah. why, Caleb? Because he's Dexter Lawrence. Same thing with Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons doesn't need I mean, to show up to. And how much do they practice anyways in, the, in these practices? I they mean, don't. The, the Cowboys got fined because they were practicing too hard. We literally got fined for that. Yeah. So like, yeah. So it, it, so. <laughs> that's all I mean, what are they yeah, really doing yeah. there? So exactly. But uh, but now we're gonna we're gonna write off some positions. But guys, here's the thing, guys. These rankings we haven't done them yet though. We're doing them live, yeah. right now. Right doing now. them right now. You're gonna see our process. You, you may you at one moment we may agree and then we may disagree because our brain fires off another idea. I like doing that. I like I like you guys seeing the process of going where it's a. You may disagree. You may agree. It doesn't matter. Debate. Respectful debate. Respectful debate. If you get disrespectful in the comments. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you to go I'm, I'm just gonna tell you I'm just gonna tell you I'm not gonna respond to your comment I'm gonna respond to your comment by something and you're not gonna like it respectful debate you may disagree you may agree all right let's get into this first position main position yeah QB all right four quarterbacks you got Dak Prescott Jalen Hurts Daniel Jones Sam Howell I believe I believe Sam Howell's gonna be their starter and if I'm wrong then yeah. It well it looks that way. It looks that way. So we're going with Sam Howell. All right. Can we agree? Think, can we can we first agree that Sam Howell was last? Yes, he's fourth. All right. Okay. That, that's simple. Yeah. Okay, we get that's, that yeah. away. Sam Howell is fourth. fourth. Sam Howell. Yeah, he's number four. Sam Howell's number four. But the thing is, here is he. The thing with the problem is with um here's here's the problem with I'm gonna be real with you. Dak Prescott's one. He's okay. one. Okay. Well, he's I got. I, I was ready to debate, man. You just, no, just, no, you're not going to debate. No, because here's the issue. No, here's the issue with two and three. Both, both, both quarterbacks. I know Daniel Jones. You know, he, you know, he didn't have a lot of great seasons because of, uh, of he didn't have like Amari Cooper or CD Lamb with him. You know, with Zeke Elliott. Well, he had Saquon, but he didn't have the receivers like Dak Prescott has. Uh, but we we can't we we can't. Disagree that the man's nine and one against us. He's he's nine and one against the Eagles. I think the only team he's ever lost more than one game against is the Commanders. I think he's like eight and three, eight and two. I think I don't know. Is it something like that? Something like that. No. Like like you may I don't I don't like saying this, but the man's nine and one against us. The man's nine and one against Philly. You know, so there's that. I, yeah, and I, I know everybody's gonna say, "Oh, Jalen Hurts is number one because he went to Super Bowl. He no, had a great year." No, but he, that's the thing. He did have a great year. You're right. He had a he great did. year. No, but here's but, the thing. No, but, but here's the thing. No, no. Because, but I just no, 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 but let me tell you. Let me tell you something. No, no, let me tell you something. Okay, go, ahead, go ahead. It was one year. Yeah, it was one year. Tell me with Daniel and Jones. I, I, love, to I love Daniel Jones. I love Daniel Jones. I know why yeah. Daniel Jones didn't have a, a lot of tremendous seasons. It was one year. It was this year. This year they made the playoffs yeah. this year. It was one year. So you want to put Daniel at two? You can't put him at two. You cannot put that man at two. He is not valid. Jalen Hurts right now. Jalen had a great Super Bowl. Okay. I'm taking my Homer hat off. Okay. Taking it off. I'll accept him at three right now. Okay. I'll accept it. 
But at the end of the season, I don't think he stays at three, though. Okay. Well, I don't think I he mean, stays at three. It could right. be. Uh, but uh, so, so our not, ranking is Dak, Dak, Jalen, Daniel, Sam. Okay. Uh, let's just say, uh, let's just say right now, Daniel at three may not be at three for long. That's all okay. I gotta say. All right, Caleb. Now, now let's talk running about back. the um the quarterback's running mate in the backfield, the running back. I'll be right, right. back. Okay. Damn. Okay, we got Eagles. Uh, DeAndre Swift, um, Rashad Penny. Boston Scott in Philadelphia. Uh with the Washington Commanders, we got Brian Robin uh Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, Chris Rodriguez Jr. Uh with the New York Giants, we have uh Saquon Barkley, Matt Rita, Eric Gray, and in Dallas, we got Tony Pollard, Malik Davis, uh, and Deuce Vaughn. Um it's hard to say as a group who is the best um, uh, uh, running, who has the best running back group, or who's. Who uh, for me, it's tough. Um, All right, guys. Um, sorry, I actually I had to go for a minute because uh, I was I was being called by a supporter, a man who may bring us extra subscribers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was actually doing business. All right, all right. So yeah. So there's DeAndre Swift is now in Philly. Uh, you have Brian Robinson, Saquon. Uh, here's the thing about the Giants. What, do we have one? That, that's, do we have one? <laughs> like that's the issue. Do we have yeah. one? Because if we uh, have Saquon, we're probably one. Well, I didn't get to the Cowboys. Cowboys got Tony Pollard, Malik Davis, Deuce Vaughn. Well, Tony Pollard broke his leg. Deuce Vaughn's yeah. a rookie, and Malik Davis is unproven. Okay. So, so I think you guys, I think you guys are last. Why are we last? I, I disagree with that. We're last with Tony Pollard is a pro. Just had a pro. He broke his leg, and we're, li- we're last. He's he broke his leg. Okay, but you can't put you can't say. We're not doing we're not doing running backs two and three. It's it's just Tony Pollard. Okay, just Tony Pollard prior to the okay, injury. Let's go Tony right. Pollard. You can't say that he's not better okay, than no, anything I, Washington has. No, you're right. Okay, you're two. But so you think okay. Saquon, if we if two. we have if we have Saquon, we're one. We're oh, one. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. One. Saquon is one. I don't. I had no argument with that. Okay, but the issue is, do we have him? <laughs> that's the issue. Right now, we're 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 we're, we're, say, we're saying that he, Saquon he's with us. We're play the okay, Jets. so it's so we're one. Tony's two, and. DeAndre Swift. Here's the thing. With I think that's. I think it's a debate at who who is third uh, between what, what yeah, we no, want DeAndre, to say, uh, Gibson and um and uh and, and Swift. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, or Brian Robinson isn't Brian Robinson? Oh, Brian Robinson. I mean Brian Robinson. I meant. Well, that's the yeah, issue. Like, but that's the thing with uh with with the Washington. It's both of them. Like. Yeah, it's both do, of them. It's both of them. Well, wait, you say you want to go one? We'll go with Robinson. Robinson okay. versus Robinson. Power Robinson is probably the one. DeAndre Swift, what happened in Detroit? Like, what happened? He was drafted to be the one. He got injured, I think, a couple of times. And then they signed Jamal Williams, and Jamal Williams took his job. He took his touchdowns. He he broke Barry Sanders' rushing touchdowns record. So, in this current moment... You want to go Robinson? Three? I'm I'm going Robinson. Like... Okay. Could could, I, I could DeAndre Sw- this early guys? It's early. Could DeAndre Swift 
not be fourth at the end of the year? Yeah, we'll revisit this. But like you, you, our, you and me and the people watching this, y'all can't say with a straight face, what happened to DeAndre Swift? You cannot say right now that he's the third or second best running back in this league, in this division, because what happened in Detroit? Jamal Williams came in to Detroit, to, took your job, basically. He broke Barry's touchdown record. He, they wanted him in for goal line situations. And I think they're like similar in size. Like, I think. I think but are they going to use Swift as the main one or are they going to use Penny as the main one? See, they got Rashad Penny too. But he isn't too killed. They also have Kenneth Gainwell. Mm-hmm. And then they also have Boston Scott. Oh my God, I hate Boston Scott so much. Oh my God. That's why that's why I was I was bringing up as them as a group because it's hard to say that oh, yeah because because they're going committee I think guy. they're going committee so is the committee of the Eagles I still think the Washington's committee uh, of Robinson Gibson is better than better than their committee yeah no no because because the Eagles committee is 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 injury Rashard Penny keeps getting hurt DeAndre Swift kept getting hurt in Detroit Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott are the only healthy running backs that I've never seen get hurt. The other two get hurt often. So they're fourth. They're fourth. Okay. Uh, I'm they're go- fourth. Yeah, I'm going. They're, go- they're fourth. Fourth. All right. I'm going to get to receivers. All right, receivers. All right, so... So... Eagles, they're... they're who is they're their third one. receiver? Who is their third receiver? Quez Watkins. Huh? Quez Watkins. Quez Watkins, right? But here's the thing. It doesn't matter. Because they have the best one-two punch in the division. Yeah, that but, yeah. but it does their one-two punch beat uh, uh, the other team's trios. Trios. Yeah, because they're tri- the, the does, third does, is... that, does that does that you know that you know that F bring down their you know overall grade? No, but but here's the thing, Caleb. Who the hell is the trio of the New York Giants? Well, you don't. They're still, they're still... We'll clearly say. We'll, can we clearly say Giants are last? Giants are last in receiver. What? Okay. Okay. All right. No, we can't say clearly they're you know what? I think they're clear. Come on. You are not you have nothing even close to Terry Scary Terry. You have nothing close it's to true. Lamb. You have that's nothing true. close to AJ Brown. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking at the roster right now. We have Jeff Smith, Darius Slayton, Dave, David Sills. We still have David Sills. Seriously. Seriously, he's still on the roster. Oh my god. Sterling Shepard, he's injured. Wando Robinson, he's injured. Makai Polk, nope. He's going to be a practice squad player. Khalil Pimpton, practice squad player. Sills is a practice squad player. We have Jaden Mickens. Probably probably our... I would keep him on as our punt return, kick returner. I don't want starters on punt or kick return. You you have... That's why you have, you know, Trendon Holiday. You know what I mean? Find our I mean, Trendon yeah, we, we didn't. We didn't, we, uh, we didn't even use Kavati Trumpy as a receiver much. Yeah, exactly. So I think the Giants trio is this. It's definitely Isaiah Hodgins. He's definitely one of the three. He's a big body receiver. Paris Campbell, Jalen Hyatt, Colin Johnson, and Darius Slayton. Those are the those are fighting for the three. Um. Yeah, it's too much. It's it's too much. It's too much unknowns with the Giants. Who the three is? Giants are four. Yeah, we're four. Be, not because they're bad receivers. It's because there's really good receivers in the NFC East. Yeah, there there is like 
scary Terry, man. Like I don't know, he plays yeah. for the so commander. I, I think I think uh, I mean is as Terry, uh Jahad Dotson, Dotson too and Curtis Samuel yeah. and Curtis Samuel better than AJ Brown and and Devontae Smith. Because you know Quez Watkins, it, it, that's, that's they're definitely better than Quez Watkins. Well, um, that's what I'm saying. Is is those three better than those two as a collective? Holy shit! Did the Commanders have the best receiving core in the division? I saw. I mean, McLaurin, oh God, Dotson, the touchdown machine. Samuel's a really good slot. And Jahad Dotson, rookie, he's he's really improving. I liked him actually. Oh my God! I Caleb, I think. Oh my God. It's three versus we, two. It's like are are those two so Washington. good? Washington. Okay, we'll go. We, we gotta go Washington then. We we'll go Washington. We'll, we'll go Washington. Oh my god! Okay. Really? Then the next argument is: Do as our three better than those two as CD Lamb, Brandon Cooks, and Michael Gallup? Mm. No, I think the issue is the Eagles only have two. Yeah, they. That's have the two. issue, and we but have the, three. We have three good ones. We have three starters right there. I mean, Brandon Cooks, thousand yard receivers, all thousand yard seasons all the time. CD Lamb, we know we can do. And Michael Gallup, he he wasn't good last year. He was coming off an injury, but we know we've seen him have a thousand yard season before. I mean, Quez Walker never had a thousand yard season. Yeah. But is it Quez this year, though? That's the issue we must ask. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who that third receiver is this year. I'm going to look it up right now. All right, position. All right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So it's close. It's exactly. Yeah. So, That's so their their main two are AJ Brown and Devontae. Yeah, we know the main yeah, two. Yeah. Right, two and then the, the three is either going to be Olamide Zekius from the Falcons, yeah. Quez, Greg Ward, Charleston Rambo. He's a rookie. Joseph. Joseph Nadi, he's a rookie. Jaden Hazelwood, he's a rookie. Yo, I know about Jaden Hazelwood. He was actually one of the best receivers in the nation coming out of high school. Then they had Britton Covey, who's their punt returner. And they have, and then they have uh, Tyree Tyree Cleveland out of Florida. The issue is, it's a lot of rookies. Greg Ward and Quez Watkins. But is the talent of those two too better not, than our three? But that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Cause with now let's go back to Washington. We may we we may so Washington Terry Terry's a starter on all four teams. Yeah, he's a starter. On I'll, all concede, four teams. I'll concede AJ Brown and uh, Devontae Smith just right now because Brandon Cooks didn't have a great year last year. Neither did yeah. Michael Gallup. I'll concede them. Eagles have two. Eagles are two. Yeah, Eagles are two. Like like early guys. This is early. Like this is early. Like, like I said with Danny Jones, he may not stay at three. You know, so. Y'all may not stay at three either. Y'all may become one. Y'all may become one. Yeah. You know, because because you know Washington. The one thing about Washington, they have dudes at receiver. You know, Curtis Samuel, Jahad Dotson, Scary Terry. That's a great trio. It's a great trio. And then the Philly, they have they have a twosome. They have a duo. Yeah. Trio, duo, trio, duo. I think the I think trios always beat duos because trios open up a lot of stuff. You have two on the outside. And you have the slot in the middle, in on the inside. It helps. It helps alleviate. It helps alleviate the outside. So, and the problem with the Giants is we don't know what their trio is. We think we know. Is. We think we know. 
We think it's going to be Jalen. We think it's going to be Paris. We think it's going to be Zay Hodgins because Sterling and Wandell are injured. If ever, honestly, if the Giants, if everyone comes back healthy and everything hits, hits like that, the Giants then have the deepest receiving core in the league, in the division. Because then you start asking Paris, say Hodgins, Jalen Hyatt, Wandell Robinson, um, uh, Sterling Shepard, Colin Johnson. Like I kept talking about Colin Johnson. He came coming back from the Achilles. That's one, two, three. That's six receivers. They go six deep. Darius Slayton, that's seven. If everything works with the Giants, if everything works with the Giants, we could have the best receiving core and the deepest receiving core in the, in the division. If everything works, but not, in the NFL, not everything does work. So remember that we're deep, but if everything hits, we're going to be deep and better than everybody. All right. Moving on to uh, the other pass catching division, the other pass catching, pass catching, pass catching person, tight end. Um, the tight ends in this division are Darren Waller, Dallas Goddard. Logan Thomas, uh, and who y'all going? Y'all going Peyton Henderson? That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Jake it depends on training camp, and we'll see. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I said, kind of said we go you duo. Do a duo? Because, you want to do a duo? Want to do duo? We kind of just have we kind of have Luke Luke Schoonmaker we just drafted, mm-hmm. and then we have the two other guys, Jake Ferguson, Peyton Henderson, which kind of make up like one tight end uh, together. Yeah, because one's a blocking, the other one's a receiving. It's kind of yeah. So yeah. that, that's what you know that's what, why you know what? To... let's change it. We're going duos. Honestly, it doesn't really matter because the Giants are still number one. The Giants are number one. The Giants are number one. Okay. Giants are number one. They got Darren Wall. They got Bellinger who played pretty well. Um, and I think I think the Eagles second tight end is either gonna be Grant Calcaterra or Dan Arnold. It's one of them. It's one of them. Calcaterra is only a two year a two-year um st- uh, two-year player. Dan Arnold is a seven-year player. How? Uh, how? Oh, yeah. Okay. What's up? No, I'm sorry about that. No, no, no. And I was gonna say Dallas Goddard is definitely the number one. Dallas Goddard yeah. is definitely the number one. Yeah. Okay. So we got Giants, Eagles. Um, I guess the debate is between the Cowboys and the and Washington. Mm-hmm. How good is Logan Thomas? I, I haven't really much. He's always hurt. Well, He's always hurt. From- That's the issue. When he plays, though, when he plays. He's pretty damn good. He's pretty damn good. But the issue is, it's not he's not he's not good for long. Cause he's always like either, you know, he you know hurt his shoulder. Like he's always hurt. And also too with the with the Eagles too. They have they have a they have an they have a um a project in Tyree Jackson, who former quarterback out of Buffalo. Um, they're teaching him how to play tight end. So it could be one of those three. But it's definitely Dallas, and I think it's going to be Dan Arnold. I think that's going to be their because Dan Arnold is the 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 veteran. So there's that. But yeah, with, with Washington though, man, like he's always hurt. He's always hurt, Caleb. So I, so you think our collective is better than Logan Thomas by himself? Yeah, because he's he's literally always hurt. I'm like I'm okay. sorry, like I'm like I'm not I'm not trying, like 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 I'm I may come off as a hater, but he's literally always hurt. And like here is tight ends is. You know, yeah, Logan they don't Thomas. have any other good time. Yeah, they, yeah. they have a bunch of crap after him. Yeah, it's Logan Thomas, Amari Rogers. Um, there's another Amari Rogers? That's crazy. Armani. Armani Rogers. Curtis Hodgins, John Bates, Cole Turner. Oh, I actually know Cole Turner. He's a, a tight end out of Nevada. I think he should play a little bit more. But yeah, 
I've seen Jake Ferguson and Payne Hendershot work. I've seen them play. Washington's last. Because with Logan Thomas, I don't know if he's going to stay on the field. I think you guys are you guys are definitely third. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But if y'all, you know, but if it was Dalton Schultz and one of the others, I think y'all would have been two. Yeah, I think y'all would have been two. But y'all don't have Dalton anymore, so because Dalton was literally your main tight end. Well, what's it? Well, I mean, we could we could have. Well, we don't know. Like I said, we don't know what we we have in these guys. I mean, one of these yeah. guys can come out and be great. Um, yeah. Early, yes. early, early, early. The Cowboys may not be at three anymore. They may be at two. Shoot, they could be a one. You know the Giants. The Giant. The Giants being a one is is predicated on Darren Darren Waller. Darren Waller. He's a top five tight end now. He had some injuries last year, but I think I think it was injuries he could have played with, but he was playing on the Raiders, so he was like, nah, 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 nah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not playing for you, Josh McDaniels. And it showed because what happened is they ended up trading him, and he's happy that they traded him, and that's why Josh McDaniels wasn't invited to the wedding. Um. So there's that. I but I think the reason the Giants are one though it is Daniel Bellinger though. I think, like I, I, Caleb, I mean, you, you remember Caleb at the beginning when we were when we watched when we were doing the season, when he got hurt against Jacksonville. When he got hurt against Jacksonville, our team wasn't the same because he wasn't out there. People talk about like, oh man, y'all, you're 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 you're, you're no receivers finally like caught up to you. When we were against, I think we needed him against Seattle. I think he would have helped us win against Seattle because it's the same receivers we've had the same we had the same receivers all year. When we were winning, we had Daniel Bellinger. When we were losing, we didn't have Daniel Bellinger. He comes back, and we go, and we win again. He was important. Daniel Bellinger is really important to this team. And now they have Darren Waller. I think Daniel Bellinger. People will be like, "Oh man, he's going to take Dar- Darren Waller's going to take all his targets, all his, all his, uh, all his, you know, looks." I don't. I don't think so for fact. Darren Waller could create more looks for him because people are going to be like, "We need to guard Darren Waller." And Daniel Bellinger being uh, a sophomore player, they they kind of disregard him like, oh, whatever. They kind of disregard him. I think he eats a little bit more this year. I think that's why the Giants are number one. It's because Daniel Bellinger, in his rookie year, showed how valuable he was to the New York Giants. Showed, showed how valuable he is to the New York Giants. So there's that. All right, Caleb, next position. Offensive line. Um, top five starters it's- on each team. Um, we'll start with the Eagles. That's Lane Johnson, Jordan Mailata. Jason Kelsey, Tam Jurgens, and Landon Dickerson. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to Washington, we got Charles Leno, Andrew Norwell, Nick Gates, Sam Cosme, and Andrew Wiley. Uh, with the Giants, we got Andrew Thomas, um, Ben Bredson, uh, John Michael Schmitz, Evan Neal, and Mike Glowinski. Glowinski. And then for the Cowboys, we got Tyron Smith. Tyler Smith, Zach Martin, Terrence Steele, and Tyler Biotish. All right. Currently, we're an improving offensive line. But here's the thing, too. I don't think I don't think Washington has a better offensive line than us. You don't. Know, I think that, was pretty good. Andrew Norman was pretty good. Charles Lane was damn decent. No, they are pretty good. Sam Cosme is uh, pretty good. Okay. I take that back. No, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. But they're pretty good. 
but we were just better than, we were just better than them on that Sunday night because Kayvon Thibodeau was just like out of this world. Same thing with Dexter Lawrence. We just, and and the run and Washington's running game was pretty good last year with both yeah. running backs. Yeah, they, they so. were pretty good. Okay. I think the key is our center's unproven. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. He was a top center in everyone's board. Yeah, everyone loved him, but he's still a rookie, right? He's still a rookie. Our guards, uh, we're last. We're fourth. Okay, we're fourth. Okay. We're fourth, but it, it, we're fourth. Like, and it really sucks because I think we have the best left tackle in the division now. But we're fourth. You know what I mean? Like, I think our left well, tackle. This is collective, not just one position. Yeah, so yeah it's not just one position. Uh, I just, but I just want to, you know, I just want to shout out Andrew Thomas. I love you, Andrew. Um, I think he's. I think he starts on every, all four teams. I think all four teams would love him. Uh. I, I think he is. Um, I think the Eagles would love him. I think the Cowboys would definitely love him because, yeah, you know, I think I think everyone would love Andrew Thomas on their team. Uh, Evan Neal's development is key. He was doing pretty good, but then he got hurt and it kind of went downhill. But there's they, the problem with offensive line, Caleb. They're always hurt. You're always getting hit. It's a it's a nasty, dirty, hurtful position. Because you're in you're you're in the muck with the defensive linemen, the ends, the tackles, you know, you're always gonna be hurt. And but yeah, so he his development is key. His development is key. We're fourth because of the unproven with the the question mark at center, because he's a rookie. Our guards we'll see. We're we have we have we have an answer at left tackle and we have a question mark at right tackle because of development. So we are fourth. Um, I'm gonna go Washington well, at third. Third, they're solid, then, but nothing yeah, spectacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 grinders. They're grinders. They they get they're running. They're you you want to run. Washington, but it's 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 when it's when they're passing the ball is that that's the thing. It's pass production. It is. See the Eagles, the Cowboys on one and two. Okay, and I know you want to say the Eagles is one, they're, but let me put my argument. Let me put my argument. Put your argument. Tyron Smith, Hall of Famer. Zach Martin, Hall of Famer. Okay. Tyler Biotis just made the Pro Bowl last season. And Terrence Hill is one of the best run blocking uh, tackle tackles in the league right now. Um, we have a, we have great we have great and then Tyler Smith played great as a rookie and he's only going to get better in his second season uh, at, at left tackle. So those five starters to me are number one. I mean, well, the Eagles you, don't no, have Kale, you talk about like this, you talk about Hall of Famers, right? But we're talking about right now. Yeah, right now. But I'm still, still playing. Zach Martin's still playing as a, at a Hall of Fame level. Tyron Smith, though, he's been hurt he, he's more than. He's playing at a very good level. I wouldn't say at his top peak, but Man. he's playing still very good. So that you think the hamstring issue? He's fully healed. Like that, that that thing tore off the bone. Yeah, but he played. He still he was still playing in the playoff games. Um, so he, he was still there. He, he was starting at at, uh, at right tackle uh during both playoff games so okay. i mean i, I think he, he, he i think he's fine when he plays he's very good like yeah he gets injured often but when he's in there and that's what we're talking about them playing as a as a whole collective um i think we're number one because I, I think biotis is really good at center and terrence still like i said again when he, when he's healthy he, he's a really 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 great run Warren blocker all right Okay, I'm not gonna dispute that, man. But like, it's I think it's the more you the more you break it down, it, it's getting closer. It's not it's now it's close, you know, because you know the Eagles they have Lane Johnson, 
Uh, Jordan Mailata. Uh, J- oh my God, Jason Kelsey. Man. Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. Uh, yeah, Jason Kelsey. Um, but he's older. He's older. <laughs> I mean, he was. He was thinking about retiring. Yeah, he was. He was thinking about retiring. Um, my lot of their guards though. Their guards? No, no, no. Isaac Sumalu. Uh, Su Sumalu left. He's in Pittsburgh now. My lot is their left tackle, right? Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure. Where's Dickerson play? The guard. Guard. I know he yeah. plays guard. And I know Sumalu played the other guard position. And I know and I know and I know Johnson played right tackle. So it's Malata Malata at uh at the left side, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Let me let me, let me, let me yeah, Malata's Malata's uh yeah. Malata's yeah. Okay. All right, perfect. All right, but it, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Who's the who's who, who's replacing Isaac Sumalu? That's the issue. Who's replacing him? Who's replacing him? Is it is it gonna be Jack Driscoll, Brett Toff? Like, who is it? You know, we have. Oh, okay. It could be Tyler Steen. I think here's the thing, Caleb. I think the key is you guys don't have any question marks on your offensive line. If you if you think about it, right? Well, now, except that guard. Left guard is still the question mark. What do you mean? Why? Who's 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 at your left guard last time? We don't know. That's the problem. We don't know. Okay, y'all both have. See, y'all both have guard questions. You guys are literally the same offensive line. You have you have you have a you have a Hall of Famer at right tackle. You have a Hall of Famer. At, well, you have a Hall of Famer at guard. They have a Hall of Famer at center. You know, you have a Pro Bowler at center. You have a you have a, a aspiring rookie at left tackle, and they have Jordan Mailat. He's a pretty good left tackle too. Then you have that question mark at guard. Who's they are? Who's replacing Isaac Sumalu? And you is who is get, who's it gonna be? Yeah. Who who are the who are who are the names to watch out for? Yeah, I mean, obviously Tyler Tyler Smith could go down to guard. Um, Terrence Steele can go to guard. They were talking about him, or they can get the the uh, the new guy uh, of free agency. We got uh, Chuma Doga. Um, mm-hmm. That's all the guy we signed. So it's just a question that that's where it is. It's we don't know yet until we get into training camp who's going to start that left guard position. Yeah, it's the same thing with them. I'm looking at their guards on who's going to re- replace Isaac Sumalu. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just think right now they just have a little bit more top-end talent. Just right now. When we find out who's the guard, I think that separates who's one and two. You guys are literally like we're literally when we talk about them, y'all literally have the same problem. You guys don't know who one of your other guards is. You definitely know who's your right tackle. You definitely know who's your right tackle. It's Tyron Smith, landed no, Lane Johnson. Steals yeah. steals right tackle. But you said Tyron Smith started at right tackle. He did. That's because Steele was hurt. Okay, so it's Terrence Steele. So it's not even so why the hell you so it's not even Tyron Smith. So Tyron Smith could be thrown back into left tackle. He's still going to start. We just don't know if it's going to be tackle or maybe he's still not ready. He'll be right tackle. Uh, it's kind of in flux right now. So then I'll go with the Eagles then. They have less question okay. marks. They have less question marks okay. because because who you is still going to be hurt. Are you going to start Tyron? Are you going to start them? We don't know. Are you going to are you going to bump Tyler Smith into All guard? Right. That's good. That's a, that's a good point. That's a yeah. good point. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're going to okay. go with the Eagles. The Eagles, have, the Eagles they have one question mark. 
they have one question mark. Who's the one question mark is who's replacing Isaac Sumalo? You are like, are you bringing Tyler Smith in the guard? Are you keeping him at ta- left tackle? Are you starting Tyron Smith? Are you not starting Tyron Smith? Is Terrence still ready? Your only two definites are Beatish at center, Zach, Zach Martin. Martin at guard. Their their definites is Landon Dickinson, Jordan Jordan Malata, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey. Who's replacing Alex Sumalo at the other guard? That's the only question mark. And them having one less, them having only one question mark, and you having I think about two or three. That's the that's the separation currently, right now. Early guys, we're early. Currently, could this change? Absolutely, absolutely. But we want to make sure who the best of the best in this division is, so we don't, so we can see progression, and see where we, we can slot people as. And and here's the thing too, man, you can't accuse us of homerism because. I put the Giants at four, okay? <laughs> like, like there are times where I put the Giants last. Receiving, offensive yeah. line, we're last. But the thing about receivers, there's a lot of great receivers in the NFC East. There is. There is, really is. And I said, and I told you with the Giants in the receiver department, if everything works out in our favor, we have the deepest receiving core and the best receiving core. It could happen because, like, like I said, there are a couple of the injuries. If Colin Johnson comes back from the Achilles... Wanda Robinson comes out from the ACL. Isaiah Hodgins, Jalen Hyatt, Jalen Hyatt hits. So it's Wandell, Johnson, Hodgins. That's three. Hyatt, four. Paris Campbell hits. That's five. So five receivers, and we're deep at five. In the, you know, Eagles have two. Cowboys have three. Possibly, because we need to see the, the other two bounce back. And the only definites in the receiving core in the NFC East. I can't believe I'm saying this, Caleb. I can't believe it's coming out of our mouths right now. It's the Washington Commanders receiving core of yeah. Scary Terry, Jihad Dotson, and Curtis Samuel. Yeah. And the, yeah. the, the crazy thing is that the Eagles, no matter uh, how much uh, praise they get for how talented their, their team is collectively, they only have one position that is number one, which is the offensive line. Yeah. Um, Giants uh, have two um, that we we, 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 that, that we have running determined. Back. They have running back and tight end. Tight end. Number one. Yeah. Exactly. Cowboys have quarterback at number one and Washington receivers. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah but it, here's the thing, too. Eagles are the best team, though. The NFL is the ultimate team game. And they have their number one in the biggest, the most important thing in football. The most important thing in football, Caleb, the Eagles are number one in. Offensive line. Every time we say us on the show, everything runs through them. Your receivers can't get open if your quarterback's running for his life. Your running back can't get yards if there's no holes to be created. Your quarterback can't throw touchdowns if he's not being protected. The Eagles have the best, are, are number one in the most important thing in football. Offensive line. Offensive line. And you're right, Caleb. They're talented they're a team. Like they're they're a team individually. We can break it down and say individually, each team has somebody who's be- like like you know, Washington has number one receiver group. They didn't make the playoffs. Why? Quarterback wasn't good. Defense kind of shoddy. Um, sometimes offensive line wasn't very good in pass pro. And they lost games. They were there at the beginning, they were there to the very end. They were there to the very end. 
but they didn't they but they needed that extra thing. Same thing with the Giants. The Giants last year, it was a lot of coaching. A lot of coaching, a lot of coaching, and a lot of Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Coaching and Saquon Barkley. Because the Giants have two things that are in the last place. So <laughs> yes. receiver and off the line. Off the line. It's question marks on the offensive line. That's the reason they're dead last. We have a definite in left tackle. We have a rookie at center. Like I, I know, I know we all love him. I love John Michael Schmitz. He looks like a like a giant kid. I love him. I, I love the guy, but he's still a rookie. And and, and this is the thing about Washington. I, I think it's the dumbest decision to go with Sam Howell. You have the number one thing that they have is receivers. Yet you give them Sam Howell uh, to throw the ball to them. That is a dumb. But who else did they get, Caleb? Who else? That's what I'm saying. They should have gone after somebody. They shouldn't have just made the decision, oh, we're going to go with Sam Howell. Like, draft so, somebody. Get a free agent. So you, something. So you, Do something at that position. But here's the thing, Caleb. I think in the draft, everyone knew the three. The top three were going to go in the top five. So. Trade up. Do yep. something. Yeah, but you're. I mean, you have no, the receiver. You have this no, but surrounding thing, Caleb, right now. Washington was stuck in the gray area. They were at 18. You go from 18 to, you can't go 18 to four. Can you go 18 to four? That's 14 spots. That's, that's because you got, you got to hop. You got to hop um, New, uh, Indianapolis. Indianapolis was at five, right? That's correct, right? No, no, no. They were at four. Indianapolis was at four. Correct? Were, were they at four? Uh, yeah, they were at four. They were four. So they had to go from 18 to three. That's 15 spots. That's you, you know, like you telling Arizona, hey, Arizona, I don't need you to go from three, from three down to 18. Arizona's going to be like, bro, what? Give me your future. Give me everything for this deal. Because here's the thing. I, mean, Ari- I think it was, I mean, considering that they, I mean, we can go their positions, that they have a pretty solid uh, team around that. Mm-hmm. So, might as well trade everything if they already have a team in place. They've already done that, Caleb, and it backfired on them for Robert Griffin III. They yeah, but that was it. injuries. That, that was injuries. I mean, he got hurt. Yeah, you know, this quarterback, he could get hurt. He couldn't develop. He can't he develop. Could. But, you know, you don't know. So but, I think I mean, were... I, I'd be willing to take that chance to, 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 to get up, to go up for um, a quarterback that's going to have all this around him. Um, I, w- I would will, I'd be willing to bet that that's going to turn out uh, in his favor. Because that's how all these quarterbacks. I mean, Jalen Hurts had a great year because look at all the positions that he has around mm-hmm. him. Um, he they're they're all in the, his you know, talents. Top one or yeah, two. yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. But then here's the thing too, man. But same thing with Dak Prescott in his rookie year and his first couple years in the senior league. He had phenomenal receivers and a great running back and a great offensive line. You know, let's not act yeah. like you know Dak Prescott was in Jalen Hurts' position. You know? that, that's what I'm saying. That's why. Yeah. Why would you want to do that? Why wouldn't Washington want to do that for any other quarterback? You could have got free agent, free agent to draft something. What if? Like, it, why are you doing that with Sam Howell? You know what if they believe it. in Sam Howell? That's stupid. You're dumb. Like you're just. He's thinking, Caleb. Hey, man, Caleb. Before Sam Howell went back to went back to North Carolina, he was actually a, a, going into that season. He was a top five quarterback in that league. He, people thought he was going to go in the first round, and then he played that year, and they were like, "Yeah, he kind he kind of fell," and he fell. It was like it was like it's like you know what happened to Matt Barkley. Remember Matt Bar- Matt Barkley? Yeah. You know his junior year, he was the going into his senior year, he was the number one quarterback in the draft. Gonna go in the first round. He played his senior year, fifth round. 
I think that's what happened with Sam Hell. But I think the reason Sam Hell regressed is because North Carolina had a lot of people drafted. Javante Williams, Michael Carter II, um, a couple of receivers where we're, we're gone. So I think I think you give him I think you give him a full season. We will see. We'll see. It's gonna be his first year starting. He only started two games last year. And they were like the last two games of the year. And you know, they beat the Cowboys. Yeah, but he was not good. Like, I mean, we, we kept co- turning over the ball every single time, gave him chance after chance after chance, and he wasn't doing crap. I wasn't very all right, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. But again, guys, thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate you guys. Um, Caleb, where can people find you, my man? NFL Caleb 22 on Instagram and Twitter. And then on this show, um, you know, it's supposed to be on Fridays, but we came on Saturday. But yeah, it gets more consistent. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, man. My apologies, man. I had, I had a, I had a, I had a performance to do, guys. It was a rehearsal. Um, I did a, I had, to, I had to go there. Um, my apologies. Um, yeah, we're gonna be Fridays, three o'clock. And we'll That's be doing the, the defense. Time. We'll be doing the defense. Next, doing, next. we're doing the defense next week. Uh, next week. Uh, you know, I hope you guys love the process we went through, the talking it out. You know, not just us talking off screen and then giving you the the um, then giving you. The rankings, I, 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 that's what I like to do. I like having, our, I like y'all seeing the way our brain works. The way we talked about it, like you know what I mean. Like, like we we had the Eagles at one, we had the Eagles at one before this, before before we hit record, and then at the end of it, Washington was at one. So like, the, like the, these these are um these are what we talk about off off air, and we want y'all to see this the evolution, like. Washington's not one, Caleb. They, they they have the best receiving core in the league in the division. Yeah. Before we before you hit record, did you think that was gonna happen? Well, I, I was I was debating. I was I was obviously yeah. there the Eagles because um yeah but yeah I mean that yeah exactly that's how it turned out that's how it turned out um same thing with you know did I expect the New York Giants to get one or two? yeah I expected them to get running back and tight end I'm not gonna lie to you I expected that okay but uh but yeah man I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, you know, you agree, you disagree. That's fine. Say it in the comments respectfully, guys, because it's it's the. I hope y'all love the process. Just, we will talk about it. What are your points? Why do you think it? We may we you may change our mind. You may change our mind if you give us a great points. You know, or you may give a great point, but we still may not agree. But we respect your opinion. We just hope you respect ours. That's it. But on that note, I am Ferris Blown. You can find me at Ferris Blown on Twitter. Find me here every Friday, three o'clock, live or pre-tape. Good friends, better rivals. Hope you guys enjoy. Love that shirt, Caleb. Stay safe. Have a wonderful night. And guys, get ready for some football, baby. Get ready for some football. I know it's a little quiet right now in May. But you smell that? You smell it? It's that new MetLife grass. Turf. Turf grass that they've changed. That's supposed to help with known injuries. Everyone... Stay safe. Have a wonderful night. See y'all next week. Peace.